Welcome to week four, uh, which is day 22 of our Marian consecration. And today we begin the journey with St. John Paul II. And the title for today is Mary's Gift of Mercy. Father Gately says, In 1917, while World War I raged, the Blessed Virgin Mary appeared to three shepherd children in Fatima, Portugal. She told them that the war would follow and Russia would spread its errors throughout the world, causing more wars, martyrs, and persecutions of the Church. To prevent this, Mary asked that the Holy Father consecrate Russia to her Immaculate Heart and for people to make five consecutive, quote, First Friday, end quote, communions of reparations. In the end, she said her Immaculate Heart would triumph. It's interesting that Mary mentioned Russia. At the time, this was a cause for confusion. Russia, Holy Russia, what errors would this devoutly Christian country spread throughout the world? And how could such a poor Russia exercise so much influence? At this point in history, the Soviet Revolution was in its infancy. The communist, atheist, totalitarian regime had not yet been established. After Mary gave her prophecy about Russia, the children saw a vision involving a bishop dressed in white, who they understood to be the Pope. With great distress, distress they saw that he would suffer much and then be shot and killed. The children described what they saw only to church authorities who decided not to disclose it to the public. This became known as the last secret of Fatima. Now the very first apparition of Our Lady of Fatima happened on May 13, 1917 at 5 p.m. Exactly 64 years later, May 13, 1981 at 5 p.m., a small open-air jeep rode out into St. Peter's Square, carrying Pope John Paul II, who warmly greeted pilgrims gathered in square. At one point, the jeep stopped so the Pope could take a little girl into his arms. After he gave her back to her jubilant parents, the jeep continued on its way through the sea of waving, cheering pilgrims. Suddenly, a gunman fired two shots at the Pope, from close range. The first bullet grazed his elbow. The second struck his, him in his abdomen and ricocheted inside of him, shredding intestines and piercing his colon. Miraculously, the bullet missed the main abdominal, abdominal artery by one-tenth of an inch. Had it been struck or even grazed, John Paul would have bled to death on the way to the hospital. Realizing this, the Pope stated, quote, one hand fired, and another guided the bullet, end quote. What hand guided the bullet? John Paul believes it was the hand of Our Lady of Fatima. In fact, after the shooting, he asked for the envelope containing the last secret of Fatima, the one about, quote, the bishop dressed in white, end quote. Then, with Fatima much on his mind, he thought to consecrate the world to Mary's immaculate heart as soon as possible, and as he began composing an act of entrustment, which he solemnly prayed less than a year a month later. Even before this, within a week of the shooting, he repeated his own personal consecration to Mary in a recorded address to the pilgrims gathered in St. Peter's Square, quote, To you, Mary, I repeat, totus tuus ego sum, which means, I am totally yours. End quote. On March 25, 1984, in St. Peter's Square, before the official statue of Fatima that had been flown in for the occasion, John Paul made a more solemn entrustment of the world 
to Mary's Immaculate Heart, he concluded the prayer with the following words, quote, Let there be revealed once more in the history of the world the infinite saving power of the redemption, the power of merciful love. May it put a stop to evil. May it transform consciences. And may your Immaculate Heart reveal the light of all the light of hope. End quote. After learning of the Pope's solemn entrustment, Sister Lucia, the lone survivor of the three Fatima seers, declared that it fully satisfied Our Lady's original request. Five years later, the horrific Soviet totalitarian regime that had terrorized millions of people suddenly came to an end. The victory won. The Pope didn't rest. While what he once called the century of tears was far from over, to comfort the ongoing evil and injustice in the world, he forcefully proclaimed with growing frequency the saving power of God's merciful love. His efforts to promote this message culminated in the establishment of the Universal Feast of Divine Mercy Sunday in 2000 and a solemn act of entrustment of the world to Divine Mercy in 2002. Three years after this entrustment, the great Marian Pope, the Pope of Mercy, died on the first Saturday and vigil of Divine Mercy Sunday. Mary saved his life at the dawn of his pontificate so that through him, her divine son could lead the church to the victory of mercy and the triumph of her immaculate heart. Today's prayer is, Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. We'll repeat that prayer ten times. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Pope St. John Paul II, pray for us. And may Almighty God bless you and your intentions. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.